You know, there's a lot of things in life we can measure. We can measure what kind of return your mutual fund made. We can measure how tall you are. We can measure what you weigh. We can measure your closing percentage and sale. But how do you measure mental and emotional toughness? We're going to talk about that today. So I have several points to go through with you, but let's start off with the first one. You ever hear the saying before, never judge a book by its cover? Well, never judge toughness by its cover. Let me give you a personal story with my wife. So my wife and I are in LA, okay, we're about to have our first baby. We hire a doula, doula comes in at our house, asks all these questions from my wife. How do you wanna have your baby? You know, you wanna do C-section, how do you wanna do? She says, I wanna have a natural baby. She says, yeah, natural birth, I get it. You know, a lot of people, you know, wanna do that, but really what if it doesn't go the way you want it? And what, she says, I wanna have a natural birth. She says, okay, well, what if, you know, what if you're like, you know, cause she says, no, I wanna have, nat-. and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, what does natural really mean? She, she says, do you want Pitocin? No. Do you want Epidural? No. Do you want anything to give into you? No, I wanna do it all natural. You wanna do it all natural? I wanna do it all natural. In my mind, I'm sitting there as the man, right? And I'm saying, I don't know about me, if I had the choice, man, we're scheduling something at six o'clock, C-section, you know, you know what you're thinking? You're like, okay, boom, we gotta, so you look at my wife, quiet to herself, when it came down to that Northridge Hospital and she was going through it, guess what she did? Natural on the first one, natural on the second one, natural on the third one. If you look at my wife, she doesn't say much, she's quiet to herself, you cannot judge toughness by what somebody looks like. Never judge toughness by its cover. Pain tolerance is one of the biggest factors of someone who can handle pressure. Because the whole idea of pressure is there's pain. That pain could be embarrassment. That pain could be, I don't know if I can handle this. That pain could be a lot of different things. You know, uh, uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, the difference between a hero and an average person is that the hero goes five minutes longer. Meaning the hero can handle the pain five minutes longer than the other person. Well, my wife had the baby. She said, when the pain hit me, and I was like, there's no way I can feel it's like a train. She tells me the story. I don't know what it means. She says, I just had to hang in there for a few minutes longer, and then it was over with. That's pretty much what this means, right? So that's one method of how to measure someone's toughness. Here's the second one, preparation. David Blaine, who is, uh, what do you call David Blaine? I don't know if you call him a magician. You call him a lot of different things. He's a performer. David Blaine decides to play the game of let me see how long I can hold my breath underwater, right? And one day he wants to go on the Oprah Winfrey show, and on the Oprah Winfrey show he wants to uh, break the record, the world record, right? And he goes 17 minutes and four seconds holding his breath underwater. What's the longest you've ever held your breath underwater? Actually think about it and comment below. What's the longest you've ever held your breath underwater? I think about it myself. Whenever I'm by a pool, I tell guys, hey, let's see who can hold their breath underwater. One guy goes in 30 seconds, 45 seconds a minute. I remember we were in uh, Cancun, and one of our guys, Ricardo Lopez Nieves, held his breath underwater, minute 30 seconds, and his son did it for minute 20 seconds. Well, that's crazy. Crystal Garcia did it for minute six seconds. We were blown away by this. How can you do this, right? Well, he goes, and he prepares for it because he goes to the doctor and says, when I'm underwater, I want to know my body, okay? At what point does my lung collapse? At what point does my brain collapse because it needs oxygen? He does research to prepare for the pain that's going to come, and then he goes and does it publicly. He goes underwater for 17 minutes and four seconds. 
That is a method of preparation to know how to handle pressure. The reason why I say handling pressure and having mental toughness with preparation is because sometimes if you're going to be doing something and you just kind of put yourself out there, say you're playing sports, say you're doing business, say you're about to give a speech. I remember one time I'm about to give a speech in, in front of 150 executives and I really wanted to make a, a statement. I wanted people to leave and say, that guy gave the best message out of everybody. The night before, one of the executives in Atlanta says, hey, let's go to the local joint, you know, strip joint, all this other stuff. I didn't go with them. This is 04. F- 50 people go. I said, I'm good, guys. I stayed behind. I role played my speech till 3.30 in the morning. I was giving it in the morning. 10 a.m. I was the one that was speaking. I gave my talk. By the end of the day, everybody was saying, who was the best talk? Patrick Baby gave the best talk. But when I got up in front of these 150 executives that I wanted to make a statement at 25 years old that I'm here to play, everybody walked away saying, holy moly, what happened? I was not nervous because I did it so many times the night before in my Hyatt Hotel in Duluth, Georgia, to go and present this to everybody. Preparation has a lot to do with you knowing how to measure toughness. Here's the next one for you. Chadwick Boseman just died. Okay, here's a man that did Jackie Robinson. Uh, He did Black Panther. The guy's a great speaker. He had a story one time where he was getting a job, and he says, I don't want to do regular roles, regular roles for African-American stories. I don't want to do that. I want to get people to be thinking in a different way. Typically, when you do a role, you know, the, the role... Kid wasn't raised without a father figure. Mom was a heroin addict. He's saying to the student producer that I'm not willing to take this role. And then he doesn't get the job. You know, and he says, man, but I needed the money. Maybe I should have done something else, right? And then later on, he ends up doing two of the biggest movies, and he loses weight. And they say, oh, he's preparing for a movie. Guy had colon cancer. None of us knew about it. Let me get this straight. He's had colon cancer for four years, and the world doesn't know about it? Aren't we living in a time where you're supposed to expose all your problems at any given moment? Aren't all these Huffington Post experts telling people, publicize your pain and share it with the world? Well, Chadwick Boseman says, no, it's none of your business. It's my problem. It's my pain. Never use it as an excuse to not make those movies. I watched both of them. You never made that as an excuse to make Black Panther and to make Jackie Rob and a bunch of other things this guy did. Never showed hurt. One way you measure toughness is just look how much people show hurt. Just look, the other day I was doing some interview with somebody, and the guy was asking me questions, said, what do I need to do to get a promotion? This was just last week. I said, you know, I don't know if you are going to be here long term with us. He says, why not? I said, because every time I look at your face, it looks like the end of the world is here. You just don't look happy, and your attitude doesn't look good. And you've been like this for a while. And we've asked you why, and you seem like, you know, there's no problems, but you're always showing everything on your face. Why would somebody want to be around somebody like that for too long? And you want a promotion? Attitude goes a long way. So, again, going back to this guy here, Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace, passes away. Four years has colon cancer, no one knows about it? He goes to the doctor. That means that this doesn't mean he's not taking care of his body. He's going to the doctor, but he doesn't advertise his pain. Sometimes it's just good not to advertise your pain. Sometimes it's good to not just tell the whole world what you're going through. I'm not telling you don't talk about it with a group of people. I'm not telling you have some private conversations with certain people. I do believe in the ability to have some kind of a form of a release. But the way people are doing it right now, posting everything on Instagram, all this other stuff, what's the point behind it? You need attention? Is that what you need? 
It's not necessarily mental toughness. Mental toughness people are not looking for attention. Mental toughness people are trying to get results. A big difference. Let me continue. Next one. You know, life is going to test you every freaking day. Let me explain to you. This is a very weird thing. So you could have one week, the best week of your life. Next week, something dramatic happens. I don't know why life works this way. It just does. You can have one week, everything goes bad. Next week, everything goes good and great. That's how life is. You're getting tested. So sometimes when you're in it and you're going through challenging times, here's what you think. You think in the moment you are the only person that's going through it. It's a problem, by the way. You, you, when I was going through, when I was in debt $49,000 and sat down with my dad, I said, I'm in debt $49,000. Life is tough. I want you to bail me on. He says, I'm going to give you the best lesson of your life. I said, what's that? He says, I'm not paying off your debt. You got to figure out a way to pay it off. I said, what kind of a dad are you? I'm not paying off your debt. I'll help you here and there, but I'm not paying off your $49,000 of debt. You're going to figure out a way to pay it off. And I hope you don't file bankruptcy because at that point, all my friends were filing bankruptcy with the credit cards. And it's just kind of like, let me have a fresh start because you're young. You know what he did to me? I couldn't stand it what he did to me. But I was being tested at that time with my debt. I was being tested at that time with my girlfriend, girl I love that didn't work out. I was being tested at that time with my family. I was being tested at that time with in every possible way. And I went and parked outside of the Army recruiting station about to get out of my Mitsubishi Eclipse 1990 red, I was about to get out and get back in the military. Now, what if in 1999, 2000, I got back in the military? What if in 01, I just went back to the military and said, this is too hard. I'm just going to go back in the army. What if I did that? What would I be today? You wouldn't know who I am today if I would have gone back in the military. But in that moment, I was being tested. You're going to be tested in your marriage while you're running a career. You're going to be tested with your family, with somebody passing away while you're chasing your dreams. Arnold was going to win Mr. Universe the day before, a few days before his father dies. He tells his mom, I can't make it to the funeral because my dad, if he's watching over me, he wants me to pursue my dreams. I'm going to win Mr. Universe. He goes with Mr. Universe and the rest is history. This doesn't mean he doesn't love his dad. This means he's got a spiritual relationship with his dad. Just, I don't know what I do in this moment here. He goes, he wins, Weeder figures him out, becomes Mr. Olympia, you know, governor, all these other things that he does. In those moments of the decisions we make, when we're getting tested and you feel like you're by yourself, that's, that, those are moments where you're measuring your toughness. Those are moments where you're being tested constantly. Again, there's not a method to say you're 93% tough, you're 71% tough. We can't do that. The only way we can measure toughness at the end of the day is with the results that you end up getting. It's really how you end up measuring toughness is by the results that you end up getting. Let me continue. Here's another one. You ever hear people calling someone soft? Oh, he's soft. Oh, she's so soft. What is soft? I'm asking you, what is soft? You've heard that before. Oh, he's soft. He's a soft player. He's soft in business. He's soft. I was interviewing Kobe, the late Kobe Bryant, and when he brought up Shaq in the whole video, when he said, you know, Shaq would have practice as hard as I would, we would have won 12 championships. It was all over the news, everywhere, and, you know, people were happy, not happy, all this stuff. Shaq was not happy about it. I'm blocked by Shaq till today, by the way, because of that. What a dumb question to ask. He DM me and says, what a dumb question to ask about if I had his work ethic, right? But you know the biggest compliment Kobe gave Shaq? Here's the biggest compliment Kobe gave Shaq. Kobe said, Shaq was big and mean. He says Shaq wasn't one of these big guys that was soft. He was big and mean. He says most big guys, you know, people don't push him around. But Shaq was big, mean, and was willing to throw his weight around. He wasn't soft. He was tough, right? Big difference.
What do you, how do you define soft? Soft is someone that doesn't have a backbone. Soft is someone when they're cor- cornered and push comes to shove, they quit. So- soft is someone that claims their values, but then when it comes down to tough things happen in their lives, they compromise their values. Soft is somebody that declares their intentions, here's what I'm going to do, world, but then when it gets tough, they say, no, 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 I'm going to quit and take the easy way out. That's how you define soft. Y- y- call anybody anything but soft. Do, do you understand, like, how bad of a thing it is to be called soft, but a lot of people are soft. I have them in my business. I see them in my industry. There were many times in life where in my mind, I was about to choose the soft decision. Many times in my life. This whole Ralph Waldo Emerson concept about, you know, the only difference between a hero and an average person is the fact that he can take the pain five minutes longer. That's the thing. So, so if you're watching this right now saying, how does that relate to me? Ask yourself, How do you react when tough times show up? How do you react when you're getting tested? How do you react when you have your pain? How do you do under pressure? You, how do you do it? And by the way, every single time you escape pressure and you say, well, the next time it happens, I'm not going to run. No, no, no. That's not how this thing works. Your memory remembers the last three, four times how you handled pressure. Let me say this one more time. Your memory remembers how you reacted under pressure the last three, four times. And it just reacts to the same way you've been doing your entire life. So if you say, well, this didn't work out, I'm going to go to the next thing, you're going to do the same thing again and again and again and again. Because if you are willing to persevere, and those are the people we read about and talk about. Now, a couple other things here to, uh, to be thinking about when it comes down to this. Um, one night I come home. I've been, I've been starting my company for a few months already, probably 11 months. I come home, we're pregnant, my wife's pregnant, we're expecting our first, it's exciting times. And I come home, my wife's in bed, tears, crying, miscarriage. If you're right, and you've heard me tell this story before. She had a miscarriage. My checking account's down to $13,000. That's not a lot of money when you're running a company. I have nothing else outside of my $13,000. I go outside, I'm walking around. I'm about to lose everything. Two competitors came to my office that weekend, they told me. How is it going to feel knowing when you lose everything and all of these people followed you, they failed because of you? How's it going to feel? That was my nightmare, by the way. Think about that. How's it going to feel knowing when everything goes down and you follow BK and you lose everything and all these people are scattered all over the place, you ruined their dreams because of the decision you made. How's that going to feel? huh? How are you going to feel? And they're trying to shake me. One guy came into my office. I'll never forget this guy came into my office and he told this to my face. And I said, who do you think you are? I just got into it with them. I said, you want to come here and tell this to my face on my turf, on my property? Yeah. It's not an easy meeting that I had with them. I asked the guy to leave and walked him out to the car, told him off. You know what's funny? Nine years later, he called me and said, can I work for your insurance company? Nine years later, he brought his license to me. Same guy that said, I'm going to go out of business. Nine years later, he came to me. So what happens when you say, I am not moving or shaking? You're going to have to kill me to put me out of business. There's a certain mindset to that, right? You're going to have to kill me to put me out of business. I don't know where this comes from, that walk that night. I walked on, I'm praying, saying, I don't know, am I doing something wrong? Did I, what am I doing? What am I doing that's offending you? If I'm doing something wrong, then, then do whatever you got to do to put me out of business. But I'm going to fight it to the very end. And the next, you know, next week I get a check from AIG for $100,000, and everything turns and we go from there. This doesn't mean it ain't, tough times ain't going to show up again. This doesn't mean you're not going to win some of these battles, but it's not going to happen because of me giving up. It's going to happen because I fully went out of business for whatever reasons. I'm going to do my fight till the very end. I ain't going to quit. 
I'm going to do my fact. That's the mindset. Pain alone, there's nobody I could talk to at that time. I can't talk to my dad because if I talk to my dad, my dad says, you chose to start a business. I can't talk to my wife because it's going to give her more fear and another miscarriage. I can't talk to my sister. I can't talk to my peers. I can't talk to nobody. I can't talk to anybody in the company about the anxiety and the pressures that I have at that time. Sometimes you got to do that as well when you're going through the business yourself. So now, those are some of the ones that I talked about. Let me add another one here that I think it's important to bring up in this session. It's overreaction. How do you measure toughness, you know, mental toughness? Too often we overreact, okay? Something happens, you have a fallen out with a coworker or an employee or a client or this, this. It's overreaction. It's, it's flight right off the bat, right? It's immediate flight, right? And in those moments, you have to ask yourself your track record. As I'm going through all this stuff, I have a bunch of different notes. I'm probably not going to go through all this stuff together with you, but I have a bunch of different notes. There's going to be some of these things where you're going to sit there and say, that one relates to me, right? This one relates to me. Another element is being selfish. Sometimes you just want to quit because it's too much pressure for you. You know, I have some talented guys I've worked with over the years, and every time they quit or they stepped aside for six months or three months, they made the selfish decision, and they would go about how it is good to be selfish at times. But they hurt a lot of people every time they did that. Why is that? Because the decision was they didn't want embarrassment. So the immediate thing was what? Flight. I understand that. Believe me. I know what it is to want to flight and not want to take all the responsibility because it's because of you that the team is losing. You see this a lot in sports. You see this a lot in business. You see this a lot in a lot of different places. It sucks. Pressure sucks. Being tested sucks. There's nothing about it when you're in it that's exciting. Nothing about it that's exciting when you're in it. But uh, there's a lot of great things about it when you come out of it. There's a lot of exciting things about it when you leave it. And all of a sudden, you're looking at victories taking place. I can't describe that part to you. So now when you're watching, you say, Pat, so how do, I, how, do I, how do I build these things for myself? How do I build these things for myself? We're having a conversation the other day, and I'm doing a conference call last Tuesday, a Zoom. And I said, there is one thing I'm not good with, okay? And I said, what is it? I said, if there's ever one thing you should never do with me is one thing. They said, what? And I asked one of my uh, executives, C-suite executive, I said, Merle, can you tell everybody what that one thing is? And I, she doesn't even know. I haven't talked to her about it. She says, never tell Pat your goals. And everybody's like, why? Because if you tell me your goals and what you want to do, I take it as you're serious about your goals, not me. I don't, let me say that one more time. You tell me, Pat, I want to do X, Y, Z. Then I say, you're serious about it? Absolutely. Positive? Yes. Then I'm going to hold you to that. Why'd you tell me? shouldn't have told me if you weren't serious about it. But you told me I'm going to hold you to it. Now I'm holding you to it. What are you upset about? You told me these were your goals. Why, why are you not going after it? You said these were your goals. Well, you know, this is that. Da, da, da. Why'd you tell me these are your goals? I take your word. Because I believe your word matters because I was raised by a father that said, keep your word. That's how I was raised. So when you tell me your goals, I'm assuming you're determined to make those a reality. So now you're watching and saying, what an annoying quality of a person to work with. I understand. Uh, believe me, I'm not disputing that. I get it. Yes, sure, it's probably an annoying quality to be working with. But it is a quality that gets results. So moving forward, you want to build toughness? You want to be known somebody that 
gets things done and you're not soft, the next time you're going to say you're going to do something, do it. The next time you're going to say you're going to do something, do it. The next time you're in a pressure type situation where it sucks and you have the ability to lose and be embarrassed, tolerate the pain a little longer. Go a little longer. The next time you're in a moment that you don't really like being in and it's embarrassing, go a little longer. Go a little longer. The, the next time you're going through pressure type situations where you're being tested, talk to yourself. Actually talk to yourself and say, hey, didn't Ralph Waldo Emerson say the difference between a hero and an average person is that you go five minutes longer? I'm going to go five minutes longer. How the hell did David Blaine go for 17 minutes and four seconds underwater on Oprah Winfrey's show and he thought his you know, lungs are going to collapse and his brain's going to be done? How did he do it? Our body can handle a lot of pain that we don't know about. I'm going to push my body to that level. I'm going to push it. I'm going to push it and test my limits. That's the beautiful part about life. Let me test my limits and see what I got going on. And then you're going to surprise yourself so many times. You're going to win every single time, but you're going to surprise yourself so many times while you go through this. Having said that, having said that, if this video was a good video for you, got another video I want you to watch. How to make tough decisions. If you've never seen this video, it's a video I made about a year ago. Click over here to watch it. And if you've not subscribed to the channel, please do so. Thanks for watching, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.